to the Wealth and Purpose podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, Patty here. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I had started to overlook in my own work, and I think it's really important for all of us to revisit this issue at least once a year, if not more. And what I'm talking about is defining and connecting with your ideal client. So as I was thinking through a mastermind that I'm going to be offering starting June 1st, it occurred to me that I really had to get clear on who was the perfect candidate for this mastermind because people are going to be coming together in a community. And I wanted to make sure that the community really benefited everyone through a collaborative effort, which would mean that Although people don't have to have the same exact business, they do have to have the same values and the same work ethic and the same focus. And when I was considering that, I realized that those are all factors that define my ideal client. But I really hadn't thought about that in a while. I've had, I guess, the privilege of having really amazing clients But I'm not sure that I was really directing my business at this more refined uh, client type that I've been working with over the last year. And, And the way it refined itself was really through strategy sessions, through me having sales conversations with people and intuitively knowing they're a good fit or they're not. And when you have the gift of intuition, which is something that some of us you know, come into naturally, but I believe all of us have access to for sure, you know, sometimes you, we can get lazy in thinking about our ideal client. We can kind of rely on the ideal client description we made for ourselves a year ago or two years ago, and they tend to change. As we evolve, the client we want to work with evolves. And a really big piece of the puzzle that I found for myself when considering this mastermind that is focused on bringing five to $10,000 a month in increased revenue in my client's business. So if someone's ideal for this mastermind, it means that they want to have a consistent additional five or $10,000 in their business, and they want to create that by streamlining their marketing and mastering sales. But there was one big factor in that that I wanted to stress when I was inviting people into this mastermind or to potentially consider this mastermind, and that was the third piece of the puzzle for me, within which I teach in everything I do, which is soul alignment. 
And soul alignment, although it makes total sense to me, I know as a, as a phrase, doesn't always hit the nail on the head. And that's one of the places where I can get really lazy in my copy and my marketing is to just say soul aligned or soul alignment without really defining it or defining who is the right person to want this in their business. And so as I was thinking about that, I realized that spiritual growth or soul evolution or feeling like you are actually growing and expanding as a human on this planet while you're growing and expanding your business is critical for me. And what I found is if a client comes into my business, and I learned this over the years, if a client comes in and they just love the way that I do marketing or they love my copy, they love the feel of it, they just there's pieces of my business that they they've seen that they like and therefore they are hiring me to help them create it in their own business, which I think is a really smart way to find a coach. I always say find a mentor coach that's already created what you want to create because if you're hiring someone that isn't hasn't done what you want to do then they can't really show you the path but if someone comes to me and they're just all about making money making money making money and that's their main focus and they're not willing and actually excited about the idea of growing as a human being as a soul as you know letting um, facing this, the fear they might have in sales or marketing themselves boldly and understanding that in walking through that particular fire, that they're going to shed layers of fear. They're going to shed layers of, you know, human limitations that have been holding their soul back on the planet, that they're going, their souls are going to expand and take up more space and, and have more freedom. And they're going to experience this enhanced way of being on the planet. If that doesn't excite them as much as making money, they are not a good client for me. And what was fascinating and sort of drove this point home for me was I was noticing lately a number of my clients say, oh, when I was telling people about my soul coach, and they all use that word and they were talking about me. and Or they'd say, my business coach, that's also my soul coach. And I found that fascinating because I've never referred to myself that way. But what I have done is shifted you know, really what I encourage my potential clients to think about when working with me. And so I think this this clarity of at least wanting that for my clients and communicating it through sales conversations up front has really created a lot of private clients who go after business growth via soul growth. But I haven't done as good a job of putting that identity into my marketing. I think a lot of my podcasts here probably convey the, the spiritual or the soul level of my work. But I'm not sure the sales copy I've written and the marketing has done as good a job of it. And so this round where I'm offering this new type of mastermind experience where we're really going to go deep into not just getting like badass with having sales conversation, but also just really growing receptivity and like learning how to let in abundance at the soul level and and what that does is it heightens your intuition you know you're you're going to get more intuitive so i'm getting very clear about that and putting that out there boldly and what's so fascinating is even though i haven't 
announced it, at least when this podcast is dropping, I haven't announced it to my list yet. I have had one-on-one conversations about it. And I can tell immediately the reaction is either like, heck yeah, or just sort of silence and just not sure what to do with what I'm telling people. And that is actually a really good reaction to have. When you uh, create a very polarized reaction and and get a very kind of very, like where your people or the people you're talking to about what you do fall into very two clear categories, you're getting really good at communicating what you do. And a big piece of the puzzle is being able to say, who it is you serve, and who the ideal client is for you. And so often when I am working with a client and they come in and they're struggling with their marketing, especially in copywriting, almost always the first place we're starting is getting much clearer on who their ideal client is. And at first, When you work on your ideal client, a lot of times you're going to have a basic definition, and that's okay. The nuance comes with time. The nuance comes with working with more clients, doing more work in the world, having more conversations, and also learning about yourself and evolving as you yourself grow because you're not the same person you were a year ago. And so the clients you enjoy serving are probably not exactly the same clients. They're probably a version of the clients that you served a year ago or two years ago, but most likely they have evolved in some way. I was just with my own mastermind that I belong to which has been an invaluable part of my growth as an entrepreneur. And one of the other coaches in the group who does work similar to me had said how she realized that she was really just bored with her coaching practice. And maybe bored was maybe a little extreme, but in that moment, that's what she was feeling. And as we kind of dug in, she realized, you know what? I think I've just grown beyond the current client I serve. And then what had happened, and this does happen, is the problems they were facing no longer excited her in terms of overcoming those challenges. She had acquired new growth and new skills, and she was really looking to work with an entrepreneur, and that's who she served, entrepreneurs. She really wanted to work with someone who was just beyond where those clients she was working with even a year ago were at. She wanted to work with clients who were looking for higher level strategies and had bigger income goals for themselves, where she was helping clients create their first $1,000 a month. Now she really wants to be working with clients who are stretching themselves and wanting $10,000 and $20,000 a month. And that was her defining characteristic. There were some other pieces of the puzzle. But the interesting thing for her came, you know, that clarity came from talking it out. And so What I want to encourage you to do is I hope if you have a business that you've already focused on who your ideal client is and and you you have a basic understanding of who they are, if you do not know your ideal client or, oh, please don't make me so sad and tell me that you think like you can serve everybody, do not say that. Please don't say that. But assuming you're not that person 
and you do have a basic understanding of your ideal client, I want to encourage you to find one or two entrepreneur friends, maybe even doesn't need to be an entrepreneur, and really have a conversation about who you've enjoyed most working with over the last year or two. What about them still excites you? And really start to feel into some more nuanced understandings of who your ideal client is, because it's that nuance that you can then put into your copy and you won't even realize you're doing it, but you will. You'll, it'll be seeded into your Facebook lives. It will, if you're doing Facebook lives, if you're doing a podcast, you'll find yourself doing it more. And it's those, those nuances that you call out in the content you put out in the world that become this, this beacon of light for your ideal client. Because the more nuanced you are, the more specificity you have in anything you put out to your ideal, you know, to your prospective clients will naturally excite your ideal clients. And I found the clients who, have the most success with me as I looked back over the years were the ones who came in saying, the reason I chose you, Patty, is you seem to have this real big spiritual understanding about life and you take this bigger whole life approach to growing a business. And just that one statement really has kind of separated out my like super successful clients from maybe clients that although they were successful, I think didn't have as much fun with the process. And I ne- I always want to be the best coach for the people that I work with. And so I know that that's your goal as well. And so it's our responsibility to really dig in and truly figure out who is that ideal client. Now, um, besides having a conversation about the nuances of your ideal client, that's uh, one thing you can do right now to figure it out. The second is to create a series of 40 questions, really simple, silly questions. You don't even have to, there's no right way to do this, but you want questions like, where do they live? What kind of car do they drive? What color hair do they have? Are they a man or a woman? And I know these seem like surface questions, but they're important because you want to start to get your your soul answering the questions. And you want 40 questions because what will happen when you start answering 40 questions quickly is that your brain will start to power down and it'll let the instinctual answers come up. And so what you want to do is you want to write out 40 random questions you know, what school did they go to? What's their favorite song? What's their favorite ice cream? All these questions. And then what you want is for someone else to ask you those questions really quickly and for you to just give the answers that come up. And then after you've answered 40 questions, you want 41, 42, and 43. Questions 41, 42, and 43 to be, and what else? And what else? And what else? Because at that point, you're going to be an into, into an instinctual answering energy. And so the things you hadn't really thought about are going to pop up. So you're just going to get it. You're right, going to write down those 40 questions. You're going to have a friend or another entrepreneur read those questions to you quickly. Jot down your answers. And before you start answering them, you want to say, you know, I am opening up to the energy of my ideal client coming through and then go ahead and answer those questions. 
The third thing you can do to really tap into your ideal client is to go back over a list of, you know, pull up a list of your clients that you've worked at with over the last two years. And without putting a whole lot of analysis into it, like I said first, which was, you know, that nuanced work, just go through and quickly pick out your top three favorite clients. It doesn't mean you don't love all of them. You just want to pick out the top three and then answer what connects all three of them. All of those exercises will really open up a lot more creativity to you understanding your ideal client. And once you do that, what you're going to find is you'll get much clearer on what services, what products to offer, because you're going to be so much more focused on who they are. You'll also get a clearer understanding of what um, little specifics to put in your marketing copy. For example, when I was first starting out my business, I marketed exclusively to moms and pretty much moms, my ideal client was a mom with a young child who still needed a lot of help, you know, basically someone under five. And the reason I was marketing to them is my first business was called Mom Gets a Life. So this was all a lot, everything I did was for women who had young children and just never had any time to themselves. And so as I looked at her, one of the pieces of the puzzle that popped out to me was she drives a minivan and she never thought she would. And she can't believe she drives around a minivan every day. And then when I asked myself why, the answer I got was that because, you know, 10 years before that, she was driving a two you know, a two-door sports car to her high-paying job. And then what happened before that? Well, the reason she got that car was because she had worked hard. She had always made the responsible choices. And when she finally reached a level of success, she invested in that car. And it was really her fun, independent self that could like embrace the success that she had. And so all of these little nuances unlock things for me about this person and I put out a Facebook post, and and no surprise, like she, she was me <laughs> at an earlier stage. And I put out a Facebook post about how my, you know, I was driving around town in my minivan, pretending it was a souped-up Jeep, and that all all the people looking at me as I sung to Destiny's Child or whatever I was singing at, <laughs> that they were all jealous of my cool car. <laughs> And of course, that was not likely, but it really was kind of a funny thing that had popped into my head that day. And sure enough, it got like, I don't know, 50 comments, maybe more. And this was on my personal page. And I realized, wow, that hit, that really hit home for my ideal people because those were the people commenting on that post. And so I always would work in, that piece of the puzzle in my marketing copy because I knew that made my ideal client really know I was talking to her. And one day, another client in the transition, I'd start to take on business clients because they had start coming to me and saying, how'd you grow that brand so fast? And they would question me, well, you put the thing in there about the minivan, but what if, you know, what if someone drives like a Honda, you know, CRV or whatever? And yeah, what if they do? The reality is the energy of that feeling of being stuck in a minivan is 
even if you're not the one driving the minivan, is pretty much present for all moms with young children, or at least my ideal client. So that's how understanding who those people are and how those nuances affect them is so important. And if you want to test this out, once you get to the heart of what that nuance is, you want to go on a social media platform that you're regularly on and test it out. And just the way I posted that post, and mine was serendipitous. I didn't, I was, I wasn't strategic in that post I put up about the minivan at the time. I am strategic sometimes about those types of posts now. And by strategic, I don't mean manipulative. You want to just, you know, really throw something out there that's, that's, you know, definitely specific and nuanced to your ideal client. And if you have questions on how this works or you're not clear on what this would be for your unique business, then I definitely enjoy invite you to join our free Facebook group, Wealth and Purpose, where we have conversations like this all the time. Go ahead and pop a question to me about that, and I will help you think through it. This is a really fun exercise because seeing these little details, these little nuances that make your ideal client respond are bigger than just helping you market well. It's about being in a relationship with that ideal client that you came to serve and knowing that you're here for them and knowing that you have a deep knowledge and understanding of what their life is like. And so as I've been really thinking through the ideal person for my own mastermind, you know, what's come to me is just how much I love my ideal clients. Like how much when I work with people, I just want to pour everything into them. And that is so much easier to do when they are exactly the person I came to serve because then it feels easy. But when we're not working with our ideal clients, then it doesn't. It feels off. And so I know zeroing in and committing to an ideal client sometimes feels challenging. I guarantee you it will take courage if your ideal client description is really broad right now. Like I work with men or I work with women or even I work with men that are in their 50s or 60s or I work with women in their 30s. Like those are really broad descriptions. You want to get a little more detailed at first and then a lot more detailed. And do that detail, it takes courage. And then the reason that juices me up is again back to my ideal client, which is I love the clients who feel the value of the soul growth as much as the business growth. And so when you have the courage to honor and own your ideal client, what you're also doing is giving your soul permission to say, look, this is who I came to serve. And I am going to give my heart and soul to them. And I am going to have faith that the divine will bless me with amazing abundance if I focus on what my gifts really are, who I'm here to serve, and I don't let uh, lack thoughts and I don't let the fear of not having enough clients get in the way of me doing exactly what I came to do. And the benefit of finding that courage is your business grows faster, your bank account grows faster, your freedom, the fun you have, all of that grows faster. Those are all the symptoms of the soul growth. And that's where I get my juice. So I'd love to see you in Wealth and Purpose because we have conversations like this all the time. And hey, if you've got a question for me, 
please pop into the group. But if you don't feel comfortable posting it publicly, or maybe you think you're good for this mastermind, feel free to message me, patty at pattylennon.com. That's P-A-T-T-Y at P-A-T-T-Y-L-E-N-N-O-N.com. If our registration page is up by the time this podcast drops, I will put that description in the show notes. But minimally, if you know you want to apply, you can go to pattylennon.com forward slash strategy and you'll get access to the strategy session application page. All right. So go out there, narrow down your ideal client, feel the soul growth, feel the money growth, feel the business growth that comes from it. And more importantly, know that when you do that, you're finding your way to a deeper level of purpose and experience your purpose on the planet. Thanks everyone. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealth and Purpose Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found us. It fills my heart when I read a review and helps us reach many more people. So thank you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.